prosper, prosper, prosper. Wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. Can we back up every day? Hey, oh, yeah. You think Hello. I was merely being on my shitty man's question. I don't know what I mean. I it's part of the house, all right, all right, all right. Good day, good day, good morning, good evening, good night, everybody. We are here. This is a shot of soca, and we are on set with some amazing people today. You know, definitely want to shout out my co host. Morning, Annie. Good morning. Now you tell people what time we're recording. Good morning. Well, I know it has been so hard for me because it's a natural thing for me to know what time of day it is. So I just people are according to the time of day. I can't change that. So morning, everybody. Morning. It's always morning somewhere. All right. You know, so hi, Annie. Hello. Good morning. Honestly, we're sharing a mic today because we have full house. Full Listen, full house. So I go hold the mic and I will give it to you. All right. Thank you. <laughs> we have the amazing Freetown Collective with us. Amazing. You know, um, you see the whole crew is here, and that is what we love to see, man. Thanks. Welcome Thank to you. London. Thank you. Welcome to the UK. Yes. You know, um, it called for some people here, though. It called for you. <laughs> it was called for you. I okay today. You okay today? Today's a good one. Today's a, gonna be like twenty five today. Yeah. Yeah. Gonna be hot. Sun outside. It's gonna be real hot. Hey. That, that no, 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 it's gonna be a good day. No, no, it's gonna be real hot. For yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's not real hot. If all they reach on the train and all they see people be back, <laughs> it's real hot. Oh boy! <laughs> I'm telling you, you have a whole car going on. You cold, right? No, I bailed in cold water since before yesterday. I'm a Londoner now. Oh, okay. <laughs> wait, wait, she, what? You bailed in cold water? Yeah. But on the Thames way. <laughs> in the London shower. In the London shower. London water. So you even boil a, a little bucket of um, hot water Where from you. Right by the corner. They have a shop by the corner selling bucket and thing. We can even find a broom. We can even find a broom. We can even find a broom. Well, Hoover is the brand, but we know it's vacuum. It's actually true. Yeah. People do. People do that. You know, sweep the kitchen and you hoover everywhere You what? Sweep the kitchin and what, hoover everywhere What is sweeping the kitchen? We couldn't, couldn't find a broom. <laughs> broom or dustpan? A dustpan? Yes, uh, watch me. Real politics going on, yes. Oh my goodness. Oh, we start. How do you all England, mate? Let me tell you what's going on today, right? We have Freetown Collective here and they're here for the London because... I know they like London, they love London, but they're here to bring some positive vibes to London. And um, we have the amazing Melania in the corner there, Boom. on my far left, you know. Um, we have Mohammed, we have Lou, right? We have Rockus, Shana, and Tashana. I remember Ashmed. That was a hard test, you know. That's yeah. Ashmed. Yeah. My, my pores of them were sweaty. Pores of them were sweaty. They have yeah. a price to get for that. Don't, don't start now. <laughs> don't start now. Don't start now. You know, um, the first thing we want to ask, right, is who is Freetown Collective? You know, um, the London people really want to know who is Freetown. 
Who? Yeah, who? Yeah. Who are you all? What do you all represent, you, you represent? know? Yeah. Any takers? As your designated question. As you live. Um, to explain that for me, for me, because mm. I'm sure that every person sitting down here will have a different answer in, in certain ways, right? right? Um, where it started for me, where the name came from, mm. is in the mid-1800s, a group of Africans from West Africa came to Trinidad and they came as indentured workers, not as enslaved Africans. Mm. So they had their own money and they were free. And they bought a large piece of land and they called it Freetown. And they would buy other people and the people would come there and work and pay them back. And so there was this very revolutionary place mm. in the mid-1800s, in the middle of Trinidad. That history was lost because the place was renamed Belmont. And I didn't find out until my... Sorry? Yeah, hand this book in the microphone. Oh. Yeah, that history was lost. Um, mm. Place was renamed Belmont. I didn't find out until my early 20s, right. mid-20s. And I found that that was a real powerful thing to kind of base the mission on. And we started kind of talking about the idea between Lou and myself. And when we came to London, was when we decided to name the band Freetown. So. In 2015? 20. 11. 2011. 2011. So y'all yeah. came 2011. Yeah. And before then 2015. Before, before we were, before we were known, known as Freetown. Okay. Yeah. All right. Nice. Wow. Look at that. Eh? History already. And I, I love that. Eh? It's all about the culture and, and um, I'm bringing us right back to, to Belmont, uh, a notable part of Trinidad Tobago for various reasons, you know, but it being called Freetown before, I didn't even know that. Yeah. You know, so thank you for that. So, um, Tashana, I know you're, in the, you're over there. So, for you, what does um, what does Freetown mean to you as being a part of this amazing um, band or collective? I should say. Sorry. What does Freetown mean yeah. to me? Mm. I think for me, Freetown is a musical group that really comprises of Lou and Muhammad who started it, mm -hmm. and then was so gracious enough to open it up to allow support from other persons to come in. Um, so when I think Freetown, I think that first. And secondly, when I think Freetown, I think of the fact that it's much easier to be yourself and to not be fake as you move through life mm -hmm. when you feel free enough on the inside mm -hmm. to unapologetically be yourself no matter who's looking at you or what they think. That's what we're talking about. So that's my interpretation of Freetown. And that is also what the band Freetown is. Yeah. In terms of these two that open it up to us. Nice. They get two answers. I get two answers and one. Boom, right. bang. You're shooting, you're shooting straight. I like that. Straight, straight. Sean, I feel like you wanted to add something. No, I was, I was agreeing with everything. She oh, you was agreeing? Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. all right. All right yourself all right. freely, boldly. I like that. Mm -hmm. I like that. I like that. I like that. Um, well, my wonderful co-host, Annie here, she's the one that really constructs the question. She's just had me talking and then she'll just start writing stuff down and then she'll just make sense of it. You know? Mm -hmm. So, um, Annie, <laughs> there's your first... No, I'll tell you, that's how it does go. I'll just start talking and she will just start writing stuff and right. then it will just make sense. You know? And Annie, Annie's brought me on to a shot of Suka and... Um, this is our um, first full cast mm -hmm. of, and it being our first full cast, and it being, uh, I'm a fan of Freetown, you know, and he's a fan yeah. of Freetown, 
you know, and I know she wants to talk to all yeah? So <laughs> let me just do this, and I want to just be a fan for a minute. <laughs> Good thing. <laughs> okay, so I would like to ask you, why was Free Tongue Collective initially formed? Um, so Lou and I had known each other for a while before. Mm-hmm. We, um, why was Free Tongue initially formed? Why is that an interesting question? We were why? confused in life, bro. There you go. <laughs> At the time of coming to London for the first time, I was I had just finished um, my last year of law school and was going back to start practice. And he was figuring out if he wanted to go back to university. Mm-hmm. And life didn't make a lot of sense at that point. Mm-hmm. And coming here, not just performing here, but meeting the Caribbean diaspora in London, people who were already established in their jobs and in their careers, but also talking about what they were missing and what they felt like they sacrificed by not being in the Caribbean mm-hmm. and not being around their Caribbean families and friends, it made sense that music would do more than just appease our desire to create. It would also be a part of holding communities together mm-hmm. and give us a sense of fulfillment and satisfaction in life. So it was, it was, a, it was a, a gamble, a bet, to not choose career paths that would just bleed us out, yeah. but to do something that could be fulfilling. That was the main reason why it was formed. I'm going to love this episode. Like, I'm literally going to sit here in awe like I am probably going to. So that was the reason why it was formed. Um, what, how, what brought you all together? Because I said initially you said it was, I guess, the two of you. What, yeah. what um, brought you all together? So we... we we worked for about three years, mm-hmm. right? Just performing literally everywhere in Trinidad and a few other gigs outside of Trinidad. And then Chronix had his first um, gig outside of Jamaica mm-hmm. in Trinidad. And we were asked to perform alongside Chronix. And we decided to do a full band. Um, so we had everything, guitar, whatever. We needed supporting vocals. Mm-hmm. What year was this, sorry? 2013. Okay. We needed supporting vocals. Um... And that is where you could pick up the story from there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, I actually had just come back from studying in, in this side. And I went to hear the band. Um, and the guy who was um, kind of coordinating, managing some of this stuff at the time, knew me from before, asked if I was still singing. And if I wanted to sing in a band, mm-hmm. he didn't say Freetown. Um, it turned out to be Freetown. And it was a kind of a trial i remember saying i'm not sure let me talk to the guys because i had known uh, muhammad from school and you know friends and then working with friends yeah, it's different, different things yeah. <laughs> yeah. so yeah, yeah so it was a test out kind of thing funny enough the other singer that he was putting into the mix never showed up to the rehearsals mm-hmm. different life path and i was asked do i know someone else who can sing harmony and i thought oh i can ask my sister shana um and so Shana came along and then Mohammed and they had already worked I think before with Tashana. Mm, no? I don't know what I went. Oh <laughs> she oh, went yeah, to see Chronix. So the reason why I got into free talk, really, I just bullied my way in. So the only day a fact. Yeah, it's a fact. Um no weapon found against me then. Yes. So I Chronix was coming down. I'd been a huge fan of Chronic since before 
he bust. So we talking about early, early days, young chronics kind of vibe. Mm-hmm. So when he was coming, um, I think it was for Monster Energy Jam, and Free Tongue was going to open. And the ticket was just for me. I couldn't know I wasn't making that course at that point, struggling artists at the time. So um, I think it was an evening. I was with Muhammad, and I just looked at him and said, you all opening for chronics? He said, yeah. I said, well, I in the band. Because I must be chronic. We needed a third for the harmony. We needed a third. And the person who was supposed to come was the third was actually um, Patrice Million. Okay. Yeah. She never showed up. And we had an extra coming up. And then that moment happened. Yes. And it was like, oh, yeah. she could sing? I really didn't know she was singing, but so singing back up something at the point in time. I say, Tishana, you didn't sing? I don't know. And then she come. No, I was singing. I used to come and see me perform in Gazette. Well, you saw me with Gazette singing background so long, you don't like it, sing? Yeah, that's true. You get called out, but you get called out. You get called out. You get called out. Yeah, she and Zola. Yeah, she and Zola. Tishana, she finished. She finished. She finished. She finished. Yeah, so I said, I'm coming. Uh-huh. And um, his response was, well, I ain't so annoying now because we done happy planting already. And I was like, all right, I'll see you when it's rehearsal. Um, so I showed up at the rehearsal, and as God would have it, um, the third did not show. And I just jumped in between the both of them and stood in front. There was only two mics at a time, and I just started harmonizing. And then I was like, all right, I'll see everybody at the show. <laughs> So it was just by coincidence that the third person didn't design. show. Yeah. It was designing. Yeah. It was designer. It was supposed to be me and the second person. Right. Didn't show a few times. And then, few times. And then this I is where we are now? It was vague. It was no promises. I remember saying, I don't know if my sister wants to do this, cares to do this, right. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. that was only really like the first part of it, right? Because then after the chronic show happened, Mm. Shout out to Secret. <laughs> <laughs> so after the show happened, actually, everybody just kind of went okay. separate, okay. separate ways. Oh, um, back to the four, um, both Shana and Malini come from extremely musical families, so they had been singing their whole life. Their family is very well recognized in Trinidad in terms of music. I had been singing before as well. So fast forward a couple of months, Freetown doing their thing, and then they had another show at Martins, a place called Martins, which um, is now closed down, but it was a really cute little place that used to just allow for artists to come and perform. So they had a show there that we saw advertising, and I think I called Malini, and I said, yo, you see this flyer? And I think she was like, yeah, and I said, well, we sing in. Um, And I said, so are you going to call them? Are you going to call them or or me? And I can't remember who made the call, but basically we were like, well, you're showing up, see you at Martins. Um, And we showed up. And we sang. That show was actually a, that show actually had to keep people out, if you all remember, because yeah. so many people tried to get in. They had to start telling people they couldn't come in because mm. it would be a fire hazard. Um, and we just jumped on the stage and sang. And then after that, we was like, see our next rehearsal. And fast forward a couple of years. And yeah. Yeah. So, um, so, guys, are you really victims? I'm, this, I'm, I'm watching, I'm watching Lula, I'm watching Mohammed, right? And they just sit down there and they listen to this. Story. So who's the en- so that's the enforcer in the in the crew then? No, no. Who's the enforcer? Who's enforcer. the one that that, that gets stuff done? That like say like no police here. So so ruckus. So ruckus. Your your positioning within the well, band. I come after all that back and Yeah, yeah all, 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 right? I yeah, but I know hearing all the story for the first time. You realize this is all that was going on. Oh, so you didn't even know that? No, no, no. I just find that out. I didn't realize that's just how I'm basically making it happen. <laughs> wow. No, the thing is, I don't think I make it happen. I think God made it happen. When you think of certain people not showing nice. up and then afterwards, and I think enjoying the 
first performance enough to want because I mean as an artist if you don't like who you work with the first time I don't ever have to work with you again so the fact that we actually came back together and said yo we're coming back in on the show says investment and the fact that we're sitting here years later talking to you guys when they could have yeah. hired us along the way longer if they didn't like what we was doing mm. um you know for well, fact, Friday the 18th will be 10 years to the day that yeah, they are with us. That is amazing. So, 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 like, so the song I played first, right, where I am, mm. is part of the master's plan. Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah, it's, it's part of the master's plan for real. Yeah. My story is similar to, to what uh, would have happened when they wanted to expand the band a little bit. Mm. Um, so I was brought in to do a show that never happened uh, called Borders Festival. Mm. Oh my and they had just dropped Born in Darkness album and uh, they wanted to be able to reproduce the sound of the album on a big stage mm. um, but you know they can't do it with their guitar and voices alone so they find it cheaper way which is not get a whole band but get a DJ instead right. so um, I was brought on board and we practiced and we rehearsed a beautiful show and then the festival got cancelled mm-hmm. and we were like well uh, yeah, it was supposed to be a one gig kind of situation <laughs> yeah, yeah, and see what happened but yeah. we have this show that we prepared and nothing can happen so I said well let me do your own show and we rented Big Black Box for two nights and we did uh, FTC I think it was in the yeah, FTC yeah. Black FTC no, no, no that was the first one. FTC the first one was just FTC oh yes and Zion FTC as a baby Zion yes. as a baby yes um, and we did the show we presented the show and people reacted positively and Lou said well you will come back or <laughs> Lou yeah, say you'll yeah. come back. But that was um that was after a couple songs from the album was done. The album wasn't done yet. Because mm-hmm. we were able to do the album launch. Right. Right. After no, no, that. but the album was done because I had listened to the album first before yeah, 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 before we yeah, released yeah, yeah, anything. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. yeah. brought me to the studio to listen to Born and Darkness mm-hmm. album to get my opinion on it. Mm. Um I don't know how much of my opinion it take, but <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. I gave my opinion on the album and then after that we had the border stuff. But then after that we also did the, the album launch mm-hmm. where we presented the album in the way that we wanted to. Right. So ten years to almost a day is going to be on Friday. Um in that ten years, I'm y'all are real stories. Mm-hmm. I hear stories galore already. What would be all your most memorable um performance that y'all can just share on or that shana if it is she could um think of one moment you know individually because you might have different no i just watched uh, shana i think shana shana's been quiet you know shana's been quiet for you what would you say was one of your most memorable um experience with freetown send lucia jazz um what year was the first year 20 oh dear my passport 2014 2015 15 Okay. Yeah, yeah. For me, that performance it was spiritual for me. Mm. So, um, after stage, we 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 grouped together. We circled before and after, and after I needed that circle to just come down from mm. that high energy. But it was beautifully, spiritually, magically perfect for me. Oh, that I like that, yeah. and it leads on to. To how you all approach things as a band uh, or as a collective, um, spirituality is a major part of how you all move and operate. You know, um, I see there's a flag that you all always have behind you all. What does that represent? Oh, that's the flag that was adopted by the West Indian Fed- Federation, which was the predecessor to CARICOM. Mm-hmm. 
it was even the predecessor to the European Union as a political uh, collective. As a, yeah, as a as a political concept, uh, Eric Williams was central to regional political integration, and that is a metaphor for us. Um, not because of the political implications because you had all of these political scholars trying to make this thing work. Mm. But it was Edna Manley, who was the wife of the Jamaican um, prime minister at the time, that hand-sewed that flag and started meeting with Caribbean artists to push this idea of Caribbean unity. And that's why we have that flag. And that's why, even though that idea was disbanded after a while, it's still very special to the hearts of people. That's kind of central to... Um, the philosophy of Freetown too. We're stronger together as a region and as individual islands trying to do our thing. Stronger together. Nice. Um, I'm going to play a song that you all performed um, at Just Vibes on, on Friday going in London. I'm sorry, on Sunday going in London. Um, Ocean. Ocean. Ocean, sorry. Mm-hmm. You know me, you know, everybody has pronounced it different. Um, Ocean. Mm-hmm. Um I'll play the I'll play the Soka remix that um, Battalion and Private Ryan did, and then we just have a little conversation about it because I I think it's incredibly powerful, especially as you when you was on stage and you're talking about men, and how it empower it should empower women and seeing men in a different light, and so we'll just play it. Um, Oshun, this is a shot of Soka, um, Freetown Collective. Oh my goodness, what a tune! You are dearer to me than all the stars So many wish but never reach <laughs> Cause when I'm falling and all the world seems dark You help me find my peace in the still of the night, I lay listening to you breathe. People search for heaven all their lives. How lucky am I? Heaven's breathing next to me. Oh, shoot me back. Oh man, Oshun, absolutely amazing tune. Okay. Like, who wrote it? Um, I wrote it. You wrote it. Yeah. Um, can I ask you, where was your mental um, connecting with your spiritual when you was writing that tune? Um, it was during the pandemic. Mm. So this was after we really realized we wasn't going nowhere. Yeah. Right? Like <laughs> this thing was setting in. All the gigs that we had gotten was cancelled. Everybody was kind of adjusting to, to what life was now. Mm. This is like just after mid-2020, around that time. Um, and I started doing these things called Midnight Lives. So I would just wake up. I would, well, I was up already. I'd just go on Instagram around midnight and just start playing music. Um, 
and just chatting with people and things. And then people started coming in and people was really going through some things. Right? People couldn't sleep, you know, there were people going yeah. through things. Um, and then I, I asked if they would want to share in the songwriting process because I'd come up with these chords that I really liked and was like, yeah. And so we started writing Oshun on the Midnight Lives and they kind of owned it. They were like, yeah, you know. Um, my niece was born around the same time mm. and just looking at her and just the world and how the world is in turmoil at that point in time and just thinking this person coming into this world, you know. Like, yeah. I love song for this child. I love buy for that child. Um, and so with that whole spirit of it, I sat down around in Savannah a few times, finished writing it. Um, but the chorus, which is Oshun Mi Ba Mi Ba, which means Oshun, she comes and she makes the giving of birth or the coming of new things easy. Mm. Um, I was singing it, singing, I didn't have a chorus. I just come up to the end of the verse. And then I was on the back step home and I sang, I sang, I sang. And then that kind of just came. It kind of felt right. And I remember when I when I played it for Ryan, I think I was in studio by Sheriff and Ryan was like, there's a soca. And I was like, there's not soca, there's a lullaby. I was like, God, don't mess this up. Um, and I thought to myself, if maybe I should have changed the chorus to be something that people could like understand English or something yeah. else, right? And I was like, nah, leave it. And Are you happy? Yeah, I am too. Oh, yeah, I am too. Because yeah. the purpose yeah, of the song, the purpose of the song really evolved in showing that that was what was supposed to happen. But mm. that's something that I do from time to time. That little self doubt. Um, yeah, and that song has come and it's done its own thing. Like you know, I would have had intentions for the song, but the song had, it, it basically took on a life of its own, mm-hmm. and it's allowed us to do a lot of really good work in the community um, with survivors of domestic violence, etc. So. Yeah. I I um that song when I first heard it, it hit me. I literally probably played it, I can't even tell you how many times, because it just resonated so much because it's only girls in my family. I have seven nieces, mm-hmm. right? I have three sisters, right? And most of the people around me are women on you know? Um and when I listen to this song, it just made me sit back and think as a man how much I am so grateful and thankful that I could harness, you know, the power of womanhood around me and 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 respect it and honor it and and hopefully when it is I do have my own children that they grow up recognizing the power, you know, behind womanhood, behind how it is we as men need to treat and empower, you yeah. know, the woman around us. Mm-hmm. So I want to say thank you, free tongue. Thank you very much for that. You know, I just, I, I'm not telling you, I share all your music, eh? Like, I tell you. Yeah. But I want to really, say one thing, eh? in yeah. terms of how a song is composed with us. So I, I might write a song, but there's so much beauty that comes out when we take the song in hand. Because mm. it's never end up where I started, ever. Yeah. So it'd be like, all right, Lou, hear this. And then we will do our arrangement. And then when we bring it to them, like when you when it gets to the chorus of the song, and I mean even like on Feel the Love, when you hear the ooze, right? Yeah. I come up with the ooze on my on my own, yeah. yeah. But you know, it just and brings so, it to life. Yeah, so I, I I want to say that for sure. Like there's always something else that happens mm. when we all get the song in our in our hands and our heads. You know what I mean? You know, it just it just feels so organic. Yeah. You know, it just mm. feels like just natural, and it just flows. You know, yeah. and I really like connect 
with that because that means that the energy around it is always positive you yes. know and and then one more thing as well the, the original community in Trinidad is, is very strong mm -hmm. and a lot of my spiritual awakening was from being around Orisha people and connecting with those energies and understanding those energies and that opened me up a lot so um the energy of Oshun is also energy that's very dear to me you know right. yeah energy boy <laughs> Annie, we talk about energy all the time. Listen, right? we do. We have lots of we have yeah, we have lots of conversations about spirituality, energy, positivity. So yeah. I I I, I literally just sit down here and I <laughs> I I tell you, I float in on us. <laughs> I float in because the energy is nice. The energy it is, is nice. Is um so you speak about spirituality a lot. How important is it to you, I guess, individually and as it as a group? as well don't know who wants to i like for, for me i would i would lead off seeing as you know free time was kind of boot somewhere in my in my head initially mm -hmm. right the idea for free town and why we why we'd even doing what we're doing was yeah. that there was this community that my ancestors formed mm -hmm. that was in the middle of a world that hated them like was trying to actively destroy them you know at that time it wasn't even racism it's just I don't even know what to call that because yeah. you're in the middle of enslavement, right? And they were still able in that moment to hold themselves in a certain level of regard and create a community that was beautiful for them and for their children and all of that. Mm -hmm. And that's where it started for me. So it emanates from that energy. Mm -hmm. And they, that energy doesn't exist without some level of trying to connect to something higher than yourself. Yeah. It is not possible to continue that energy. You can't exist in a world that's trying to destroy you actively without connecting something higher than yourself. Mm -hmm. And so that's where it, it begins. And anybody who would connect to this, who would be so close to the core of this, would have to also be seeking God mm -hmm. in their own way. You know what I mean? So, What, what I like about Iban is we are all of different followings. Mm -hmm. Oh, is the same honoring yeah. on that stage and outside of the stage is the same love for this energy that made us. Yeah, so. and in your music, it sounds silly to say, but you can feel it in every, yeah, every, all of the songs. Well, so I can feel it. I don't know, but I feel it. <laughs> like when I hear songs, I don't know. Like it just touches me. So many of your songs genuinely make me emotional, just because of the energy amongst you guys and it's poured into the song and said you can actually you feel it i'm that's, sure you feel the same that's what it is for me um regardless of where the conviction comes from once you have conviction yeah. mm -hmm. like you can't be going through life and just dwelling on the surface there's um i grew up in a very religious and spiritual household but there's something that my mother two things my mother always used to tell me and she still tells me just to make sure that I remain grounded. She tells me whatever you are capable of doing and you choose to do it, that is your worship. So if you mm -hmm. if you could steal and you like to steal, that is your form of worship. We, we're not encouraging so, that. No, 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 no. no. no but, yeah. but when you get the results of that kind of worship, mm. you'll be surprised. Yeah. Right. So if music is what you're inclined to do and you spend time learning an instrument, writing songs, vocally exercising, that is your worship. So you can't worship half-heartedly. You can't worship, you know, without putting your whole soul into it. So when we 
decide to rehearse, when we decide to record, when we decide to produce, when we decide to mix, it's all worship. Mm. And she also tells me that um, prayer is not kneeling down and clasping your hands. Prayer is your loudest daily intention. Mm -hmm. So whatever you think about for the most of your day, that is your strongest prayer. And that is what God and the universe is going to reward. So it's all spirituality and art is our prayer. Yeah, this morning I heard um, Erica Badu say something in her interview. She said, God doesn't give you what you ask for. He gives you what you are. Mm-hmm. And that ties into what he said about prayer, you know, like it mm-hmm. keeps yeah. you what you are. Yeah. Wow. We love that. We love it. We love it. We love it. I'm going to play a song because um, we like to make sure and have music flowing mm-hmm. through um, all the time um, in this show. Um, Mighty People. Mm-hmm. And it touches on everything that we just spoke about. You know, and we as a people, as a, the human race, you know, I feel like there's a lot of disconnect, you know, um, since since COVID, since the pandemic, since everybody was in a little box by themselves, a lot of people still didn't figure out who they are, what it is they really want, and, you know, where they want to go next, you know. And when I heard Mighty People... I was like, yeah, that song should be echoed everywhere to let you, and it should just take it as personal to yourself, you know? What do you, you get from it personally? Well, for Mighty People? Yeah. Mighty People, for me, it means that we all have a power within ourselves. And if it is collectively, we can channel that the right way. We all have a part to play to continue moving forward in the right direction, in a positive direction. That's what it is I get from it. All right, cool. cool. Is, is that all right? You know, um, and because that's that's my philosophy, honestly. Um, mm-hmm. how I I carry myself mm-hmm. and how it is I try to be every day is positivity is a real hard thing to generate mm-hmm. every day. <laughs> we all know that, you know, yes. and we all have our lows. And if it is you recognize where your low is mm-hmm. and you know yourself enough that you know what, I'm not feeling a hundred percent today, so I will put myself in a position where it is I can build myself up and, and then push forward. And if it is, I know I can't be around people. Being honest with yourself is the most powerful thing that you have. Mm-hmm. You know, being honest with yourself, knowing that you can do something. Don't pretend. If it is you pretend, that means you're only lying to yourself and you're damaging yourself more than mm-hmm. anything else. And once it is you damage yourself, mm-hmm. you're literally going to not give everybody else 100% of yourself. Uh, okay. So, it's not smart, man. It's not smart, man. Watch me. It's years I don't know. Why not to tell him that? Okay, man. He's a smart man. No, it's years. It took me a long time. It took me a long time and having to go through a lot of what I went through personally to be where I am today. And being on this podcast, A Shot of Soka, um, you know, thank you to Myra Studios, thank you to Carib Culture for having me be here. It's only enriched my purpose, mm. you know, for myself and mm. also for bringing us as mighty people together to push forward. And he pressed and play, he press on, play that on that one, right? <laughs> you understand? <laughs> Straight. <laughs> Love that too. Feel it down in your soul Till you can't control it
Put your hands up to the sky. Mama, don't ask why. In these dark and lonely times, we go turn the tide. If you're looking for a sign, turn and look inside of you. Your body is a temple. Your sweat is holy water. Every move you're making is praise unto the master. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. While you're catching yourself, I'm going to ask another question. So I think you touched on it um, when you spoke about St. Lucia being one of the most memorable performances that you said um, you've um, done, sorry. And you said that before that you kind of gathered together in a circle and after that. So typically, how do you prepare for a performance as a group? Do you gather collectively? Like, what do you have a certain ritual? Like, what do you do to get yourself ready um, to perform? I don't think the preparation for each performance is the same, but before most, we would gather and and say a prayer, mm-hmm. and then we so we circle around, we hold hands, and anybody Lou designates who prays. Actually, <laughs> he would pray or he would say somebody. You know, he would call a name. I guess whatever, whoever he feels in the moment. He's going to do the pep talk first. Okay, he's give a, a pep talk. <laughs> I, would, I would definitely see that <laughs> happen. Yeah, yeah definitely a see that happen. A pep talk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I would say everybody gathers their self differently. Somebody mm-hmm. might have music mm-hmm. in the air. Somebody might be sitting down quietly in a corner. We don't all have to do something before performance. Right. But I think everybody will get prepared mentally in their own way, in their own space. Not don't have to be around each other. You might be in the room, out the room, you know. Um, 
and then we try to just huddle back like before any you try to do it before pictures interviews or any outside energies you mm-hmm. try yeah and we circle again and say a prayer and give thanks so that's that's the ritual i guess okay. yeah i i we just do anything like that? No. When we when we don't receive it, we just do anything like that? I think we should start doing that now. You know? I'll give the pep Um All right then. You gotta pray. That is no problem, no problem. I have no problem praying. I'll pray for you daily. Wow. 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 I actually do pray for you daily anyway, but you make it. No, it's, it's just how wow. you say it. Yeah, it's how I say it. Oh, okay, all right. right. So the dynamic is a bit... Um, it's a bit dynamic. It's a bit dynamic, you know. It's, we have it's fine. 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 Um, so you all are here in London. Um, you all have a show on Friday. Right? Um, we all have we had a little, you know, prequel on um Sunday with Adjust Vibes, you know, shout out to Adjust Vibes um family as well and Greenwich Peninsula for um having you all, you know, share a little bit. How was that for you all? You know, um sharing a, a little snippet of what's to come for Friday. Mm. How was that? Honestly? Yeah. Um, be honest. honest yeah no 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 like and this no, no, even give us a light vision please be quiet <laughs> and this even that, no that's it that's why his name is that yeah yeah oh, oh me you have no, no idea uh, you have no, no idea you have no I will ask, idea i will ask you in a minute you have another I'm, I'm, name in but we yeah. can't oh, it that on air <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Why is it shot? All right, well, well, be, be honest, be honest. Yeah. But it, it ties into no because sometimes when I when I when I say certain things, man, I shouldn't say that. You know, certain no, things shouldn't be said. No, um, and it kind of ties into <laughs> me for 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 me to mighty people, right? We have ended up in a space where, all right. I never in my life before thought we had a space in Carnival, right? Right. Like many people coming from where I come from, I was like, yeah, it's not for me. And I don't think I'll ever make music that will end up in there because of the kind of music I want to make. Mm-hmm. We did Where I Am, which was the first soccer we did. And then we did Feel the Love. Mm-hmm. And Feel the Love did what it did. Yeah. Feel the Love threw us into the ring. So now, Freetown Collective, a band that is not a soccer band, mm-hmm. is performing in FETS. I have no experience at this. So you could ask any of them, my learning curve was real <laughs> shit. Right? And it's still it's still very steep. Yeah. Because for me, as the person that is in front there, mm. trying to find the balance between talking to people who are probably slightly inebriated, everybody else who is coming out there is telling them to jump and whine and wave and whatever. No one is, is given any depth of message mm. like we might be trying to give. How do I not lose myself? How do we not lose ourselves? And still represent in that space, which is one of the most vibrant and widespread spaces that we have as a diaspora to speak to each other, mm. right? Feel the love has helped. Mass has now also helped. Oshun has helped. However, Sunday, first of all, Sunday went a lot longer to me than I thought it would have, right? Yeah. So people had a good four-hour chunk or yeah. more of just yeah and then juicy and them ended it on <laughs> right yeah. which is not something that i've become disaccustomed like i'm i'm, I'm becoming accustomed now to yeah. this right yeah and um mark was like you all do your set yeah you know do your set but obviously we're not blind to what energies we're meeting yeah so 
you get on the stage and we did Cassandra first. Mm. And then, like I say, this is a learning curve for me. So mm. I, within myself, felt as though I could have taken a bit more time to introduce Oshun and try and change the energy a little bit. Mm. But it's also very difficult when you're in front of a crowd of people. Yeah. Generally speaking, this is the energy that we meet in these spaces yeah. who are not accustomed to being spoken to or sang to in a certain type of way. Mm -hmm. So you bring in another energy into the space. And that is not easy. Mm -hmm. But it is the work that we are doing, yeah. right? Over the, over the time, people have kind of started to come to expect it. But I believe over time, they will expect it even more where it will be a very welcome thing. Yeah. But now it is a bit of a strange thing yeah. for people. You know what I mean? And at least for me, when it got to that point, it felt as though there was a bit of a, a shock. Like yeah. not a resistance to it, but like, oh wait, we have to switch up the energy. Mm -hmm. You know? Um, and that's something else that has I have had to deal with a lot. Um, mm -hmm. singing the kind of music we sing and finding ourselves in those in those arenas. Yeah. Um Sometimes in myself, I have run from it, but I realize now, obviously, can't I can't run from it. Can't run. This is where we at, yeah. right? Um, if you if you really ask anybody about me, nobody will ever. If you like, look for for bacchanal on the on the list of things that somebody <laughs> might list me as. That's not it's not there in a way. Well, not, not in a kind of way. Not, not that. Not a certain kind of bacchanal, it's like carnival. Carnival bacchanal. Okay, right. No, not not carnival bacchanal. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. What's your damn point? You all know They can put me anywhere. As long as they know what I mean and they know what I mean. It's fine. It's fine. It's okay, baby. Um. But but this is something I like I like to express because I really do believe that we're going through a revolution. Eh? Yeah. All, all kicks aside, mm. what is happening here? We laugh at each other. Them is pong me, whatever. But us going on stage and trying to deliver and delivering these songs powerfully mm. is a revolution in the Caribbean, especially yeah. within the Soka fraternity. Mm. What we are doing <laughs> is a little bit of insanity, yeah. and at times we do need guidance because. I might feel something might fit or it might work, but there has to be some level of compromise. There has to be, like Rokas has been very instrumental in pointing my, me in the direction of performance and how I should appear on stage. Because before this, for me, all these songs, I, I write them. So I could talk about them and our audience in particular, I could I could talk to them. Yeah. This is, yeah. But going in front of these audiences, argument and building these setters in kind of way and being in that. And there was a big resistance in me initially to that because it didn't feel very genuine, right. you know? And again, I am now starting to find that space here. Yeah. So, so Sunday was a mixture. Sunday was like really, really good yeah. in, in certain points. And then for me in certain points, I felt a bit unsure of myself. Right. I felt a bit like I wasn't connecting in a certain type of way. You know what I mean? But those are things that I, I'm speaking about them because I don't hear a lot of lead singers talk about these things. Yeah. Everybody wants to appear supremely confident in themselves mm -hmm. all the time. And like they're always connecting with our audience and they always, but these are things that we go through as artists. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's, that's how you learn and you grow. Yeah. You get better at your craft and you know, you can yeah. step into any environment and tap into a place where it is, boy, I feel like I feel, I've been here before. How do I overcome this? And then you, you push through that way. You know, I like that. But, but just to add, sorry, go ahead. Um, for me, Sunday was lit. <laughs> um, and it was for very specific reasons for me. One, coming from Trinidad to London, 
which has an appreciation of a lot of a much wider array of musical genres than what we um, access openly. And I say yeah. openly because if you were to tap into a lot of people's phones home, you'll find a lot of playlists that they wouldn't even let anybody do listen yeah. to because that's not what we do home. Mm -hmm. Coming across here now and realizing how much more people are open to music is one thing. Um, so that made it the fact that when we started, people immediately started jumping. So I had a totally different experience. For me, once the music started, even when um, we started, we started with Kitchener. Mm -hmm. um, London is a place for me, uh, which I think was suggested by Rockers mm -hmm. or Lou. Um, by, right, by Rockers, yeah? And the way it was treated, which is something I actually raised before in rehearsal, because eh? I was coming like, mm -hmm. the way it was treated even musically by Rockers, allowed us to bring something like a Kitchener mm. that people know no. because we are also in a place where second and third generation children of immigrants still when know generation, this, yeah. Right? Yeah. So when it starts, 